What's going on? It's Coach Nkrumah, Black Men's Personal Development Coach. But you know, I still got love for and help the sisters out. Today, we are going to be talking about the difference between healthy and unhealthy fear. As always, if you like, if you get value out of what we're dealing with today, what I'm teaching today, stop by bfnkrumah.com and pick up one or all of my books. And if you get so much value that you just want to drop something on a brother, you can do that at cash at bfnkrumah. Now let's get into it. We're talking about the difference between healthy and unhealthy fear. Now, contrary to some beliefs, I don't like throwing people under the bus, but I guess I do because I always do it. Contrary to some of the motivational speakers that you come across, you can't get rid of fear. All of that, get rid of your fears. and all, You ain't going to be able to get rid of fear. Fear is a natural inclination. It's going to happen. You're going to feel the feelings of fear. You're going to have thoughts of fear. The fear is going to come. The question is, how are you going to process it? There are healthy fears and there are unhealthy fears. What we have to do is recognize when we're operating in an unhealthy fear and then turn it into a healthy fear because it's nothing wrong with having a healthy fear. You got you. You got to recognize when something is going to be a problem that you have to figure out how to resolve or some things that you got to stay, stay away from. You know, if, if you having a bad day and you feel like you just want to punch on somebody and then you run across me, you need to have a healthy amount of fear to say, let me leave that brother alone. That brother, that brother don't look like he going to let me punch all on him today. You got to have some healthy fear in life to keep you from making some bad um, emotional and brash decisions, but let's 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 define this. Let's define this, right? So, an unhealthy fear is when you are afraid of something, and your response is solely about survival. Unhealthy fear is when you're afraid of something, whatever that may be, and your response is solely about survival. So, there's no logic. There's no rationale. There's no plan. There's nothing. You just have this that you are afraid of something that's going on or something that could potentially go on or something that's just in your mind that could go on. And you respond just trying to survive. You're just trying to make it through the next day. You're just trying to make it through the next hour. You're just trying to make it through the next minute. That's when you're operating from an unhealthy fear. Now, all of this is None of this is about somebody got a gun in your face. Let's get that get that straight. I ain't talking about if you are literally in, in a place where harm can happen to you. And in that case, you need this kind of fear. You, you need the fear that's going to make you survive. I'm talking about as far as life goals, as far as aspirations, as far as businesses, as far as becoming better in life, as far as the decisions that you need to make or the decisions that you want to make. I'm talking about stuff like that. I'm talking about personal development. If you are in a position where harm can come your way, all you do need to do is survive. That's that's cool. But when you are operating from the same type of fear 
as you would if somebody got a gun in your face when you're deciding if you're going to move to a new city or when you're deciding if you're going to start a new business or when you're deciding if you're going to start a new career or for when you're deciding if, if you're going to go to college or go to trade school or get some kind of certificate. If you're operating from the same exact fear that you would if when you had a gun in your face when you're making these decisions, then the fear becomes unhealthy. So when we're making life decisions, we have to make we have to make decisions from a healthy fear. So a healthy fear is when you acknowledge something exists that could work against you and you develop a way to thrive despite it. One of my elders, Baba Shamar Carr, always talks about survival, not, not surviving, but we got to thrive. So a healthy fear is when you do acknowledge that something exists that could work against you and you develop a way to thrive despite it. Uh, if you anybody been to any kind of business classes or business schools, one of the thing, things we're taught are SWOT analysis. So the SWOT analysis is uh, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. It's normally like a, a square, S-W-O-T. Strengths, understand your strengths and understand your weaknesses, understand your opportunities, understand your threats. Now, weaknesses and threats can be viewed as some type of fear, but when you're doing your SWOT analysis, it's a healthy fear. I want to recognize what my weakness is so I can get stronger in that area and or get stronger in my strengths so much so that my weaknesses don't matter. I want to recognize our, what are my threats? What are our threats to the things that I want to do? Not that I can be afraid and go run and hide, but that I can recognize what these threats are and then I can develop ways to thrive despite them. So this is what we, we have to move from the unhealthy fear to the healthy fear. So the moment you want you have a decision that you need to make, something that you want to do and you feel that fear and you just want to run and hide, you got to catch and grab yourself. Hold on. Am I responding as if I got a gun in my face? I think that's it. That's gonna be that's gonna be it. That's gonna that's gonna be something I'm gonna use that from now on. Are you responding as if you have a gun in your face? And do you have a gun in your face? If you don't have a gun in your face, then you can't respond that way. Now I recognize it's a big decision. I recognize it's a big jump, but hold on. I'm a little anxious, but how do I figure out how to thrive? Despite this big decision, how do I figure out how to thrive if I do start this business? Because a lot of times people don't want to start their businesses or their nonprofits because they're afraid. Some people don't even want to go into certain careers because they're afraid that they're not going to be good enough. Every time you have a thought that you're not going to be good enough, that's an unhealthy fear. If anything, you should be thinking, okay, I'm not good enough in the moment. I need to learn X, Y, and Z so I can be better. Not just, oh, I'm never going to do that. It's unhealthy fear. That's unhealthy fear. So the questions is, what does your fear make you do? When you start to feel fearful, what do your fears make you do? We got to start chronicling this stuff. See, uh, one of our biggest problems is we don't recognize our thoughts, nor our actions. So now sometimes we recognize the actions, but we don't recognize the thoughts that preceded the actions. You just do it and, and, and you, don't have, you don't have no idea what the thought was that triggered the action. So we got to start chronicling these things, recognizing, you know, are, are, 
When am I feeling this fear? And then what does this fear make me do? Does this fear make me shut down? Does this fear, our brother said, fear makes me self-doubt. Does the fear make me self-doubt? That's Self-doubt is irrational. Self-doubt is irrational. Either, either you can right now or you can once you get more time practice and information. Either you can right now or you can once you get more practice and information. So it's no reason to doubt yourself because those are your only two options. I will never be able to. It's not a real option. That's not a, that's not a factual thought. Again, unless you want to, you're 40 years old and you want to go to the NBA, then sometimes then that might be irrational. But most of the things we're thinking about, we're not, we're not thinking irrational. I mean, we're not thinking rationally. You're doubting yourself because of what evidence did you sit down and, and measure up all of your talents, gifts, resources, and network, and then come to the conscious conclusion that is no way that you, you could ever do it? You ain't do that. You ain't do that. You was the operating off of survival. Did you have a gun in your face? Are you operating like you have a gun in your face? And do you have a gun in your face? So what does your fear make you do? We got to start to recognize that. Does my fear make me self-doubt? Does my fear make me shut down? Does my fear make me think about all the ways it could not work, which is a, called a, a, a negative cognitive bias, where you only think about all the ways that something could work. It could be a hundred ways where something can work, but the only thing you har harbor on are the nine ways that something can't work. What do your fears make you do? Right, you 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 can have a product that you want to sell. An unhealthy fear says nobody's going to buy my product over the popular brands. That's what unhealthy fear says. Nobody's going to like my products, going to buy my products over the popular brands that already exist. You know what a healthy fear says? Healthy fear says, hmm. There's a lot of products like this out there already that's popular. I got to figure out a way to make my brand stand out. To the healthy and the unhealthy is all about how you respond to it. Because you're going to have the stimuli. And we talked about that in one of the other videos. You're going to, you're going in a fight fighter succeed video. You're going to, and if you haven't watched that, make sure you go back and watch that fight fighter succeed video. You're going to have the stimuli. The question is, what is the information in your mind pertaining to the stimuli? So we got to be conscious about the information that we're putting in our mind because that's going to control how, how we respond to fear and how we respond to stimuli if we're going to have healthy or unhealthy fear. Yes, you can, you can acknowledge that something exists that can work against you. But boom, all right, I recognize it. But now how do I counter? Floyd Mayweather, one of the best boxers ever. Brother was a defensive technician. I'm going, I'm going to make you miss and then I'm going to hit you. He wasn't... Do you think Floyd was worried that somebody was going to swing? No. He acknowledged that. He acknowledged that. When he was training, he's like, yeah, people are going to throw, throw jabs. They're going to throw crosses. They're going to throw uppercuts. They're going to throw some, um, some haymakers. Shoot, fighting McDonough, he was, throwing, he was throwing punches that came. I don't know where they was coming from. He ain't worried about that. Nah. I'm going to learn how to dodge them, and then I'm going to counterpunch.
and I'm going to counterpunch you all night long. And then I'm going to find every weakness that you got. Even though you're throwing punches, I'm going to start hitting you everywhere until this fight is over and I'll become victorious. That is healthy fear. Recognizing, acknowledging that something that can go against you does exist, but then finding ways to thrive about, uh, despite it. So what does your fear make you do? If your fear does not cause you to create solutions, you are operating from an unhealthy fear. But the only thing you have to do to somewhat overcome what that fear does to you is make that fear a healthy fear. Recognize, yes, this thing exists, but get solution-oriented. If, if you, if you, listen, if the feeling, the idea doesn't come with a solution, you got to find another feeling. You got to move on to another feeling. You got to move on to something else. You can't just stay in that same feeling. I never forget one day I was I was at work and the job I hated, my last job. And I don't know what happened this day, but I, I was just, I wasn't feeling it, man. I, I was just sad. I was depressed. And I made up in my mind that I'm going to go home, I'm make sure all the lights out, I'm going to close all the blinds, and I'm going to just be sad. I'm going to just go home and cry. There ain't nothing wrong with crying. Sometimes you need a good cry. But I had planned this moping. <laughs> and so I went home, made sure all the blinds was closed, and I moped for all about two minutes. I was like, this is dumb. <laughs> I was like, this is dumb. I got to find some solutions. Sitting in, sitting in the house in the dark is not the solution. Move from unhealthy fear to healthy fear. And one simple step, go from allowing it to cause you to freeze to recognizing the thing does exist and then finding uh, solutions, finding counters, develop strategies, whatever you have to do, find something in some way to counter and overcome that thing does exist. Because we're not gonna act like it doesn't exist. We're not, we're not going to act like the world doesn't have challenges. But in some languages, there is no word for crisis. The word we would use for crisis, they would use a word that more closely fits our word opportunity, meaning it's something that's going on, but I have the opportunity to beat it as opposed to I'm in a crisis where I'm about to die. So your language is very, very, very important. Moving from or well, the difference between healthy and unhealthy fear and then moving from that unhealthy fear to that healthy fear. So as always, if you found value in the video, make sure you stop by bfnkrumah.com. Pick up one or all of my books. If you found more value in it and you want to drop something on the brother, hit the cash app bfnkrumah. And also, if you want to do get some more coaching with me uh, for me to help you really reach your goals and take your life to the next level and grab control of your destiny, click the link that's in the caption. As always, I love you all. It is Coach Nkrumah, Black Men's Personal Development Coach.